0: Hi again, welcome back. Parallel worlds, that's where we are. Today, you will need the sheet of paper you wrote on yesterday. The one where you wrote a list of ideal works and creators, and your ideal review. Keep that to hand, we'll be using it in a few minutes, after we've done our daily reflection, of course. So, let's get ready and warmed up. Keep that pen, or whatever you use to write, moving. Work in whatever medium you like the best. You've got five minutes, starting now. Hi, welcome back. Yep, over here, let's carry on going. Yesterday, I asked you to write an ideal review by an ideal fan of your work who came to encounter it in the perfect way. Today, I'm going to ask you to flip that very same piece of paper over, literally and metaphorically, to think negatively. Just to warn you, today's exercise probably won't be comfortable it probably won't be enjoyable. But, as practicing creative types, we're all going to encounter some sort of harsh or unfair criticism at some point in our lives, and we're going to be particularly affected by it if that criticism hits any of the areas we feel vulnerable in. Before you start tearing into yourself, I want to share an experience of my own with you. I'm an artist, I make work which is publicly performed, and I have a design background. A few months ago, I wrote an academic paper about a process I'd used to create some work. It was subject to a peer review. One of the reviews was absolutely fine. It pointed out a few bits I'd been lax with, some places for improvement. But the second review was the most horrible thing I had ever heard about my work. The reviewer literally told me that I should never produce work again. They told me I needed to get some further education or go and speak to... Quote, at least one expert, end quote. Now, I am a seasoned artist. I have a design background. I'm used to showing work and having people really interrogate it, really ask tough questions. But that bit of feedback from that anonymous person really stuck with me. There were parts which really hit upon my insecurities, which tapped into something that made me feel like what I did was meaningless, stupid, facile, bad. I really believe in what I do, but like a lot of people who do this kind of work, I go through phases of feeling more or less confident with the choices I've made. And this person, from behind their cloak of anonymity, had managed to take a relatively good streak where I felt quite good about my own work and my own life and make it feel really bad. This one anonymous person and their pointed and egregious comments sent me into a spiral of self-doubt for a few weeks. So, there are a few lessons I took from this. The first is that I never want to be a person who makes someone feel the way that that person made me feel. I want to positively help people make their work better, not to slap them down for trying. I want to facilitate and encourage creativity, and I've really thought about the way that I provide feedback to students and people I work with to reflect on this. The second Is that it revealed some areas of my practice I feel wildly insecure about and that I need to work on. Part of the creative process is exposing yourself in some way, embracing a vulnerability, working with it, taking risks. But there are areas of my practice where I feel a bit too much like I'm winging it, where if someone probes a little bit too hard or uses the right phrasing, they'll unpick the positive things I have in my work. Naming these things Looking at them written down on a piece of paper, confronting them, working on improving them, or just your attitude towards them, will definitely help your work become stronger. So, let's get on with this task. I would like you to write the worst possible review of your work from someone who really doesn't like what you do. They don't like your attitude, they don't like your methods, they don't like your approach. What do they dislike about it exactly? What might the nastiest critic say about what you do? This is the absolute opposite of what we were doing yesterday. All right, let's get going. 10 minutes. Be harsh, be mean, be nasty. Let's go. Welcome back. I hope you are feeling okay after so cruelly ripping yourself to pieces. Just remember that whatever that fictional nasty reviewer wrote on this side of the paper, there is a better review, far closer to the truth, which by far outweighs this one on the other side. But this list right here will probably be useful. Right here, this reviewer, these are the holes that you can work on patching so that nobody can say the things that you have written down. Now, I would like you to do something else. This pair of reviews on this piece of paper can act as a sort of guide for your practice. You've got the things that you feel bad about right now, written down on one side, the things you need to work on, and then you've got the ideal, the perfect version of your work on the other. There are a load of details on that good side, which can help you frame the way that other people encounter your work for the first time. Strategies to keep them engaged. The types of thoughts you want them to continue having whenever they leave whatever space they see your work in. You've produced something powerful here. Something which can help you make your work more what you want it to be, and less of what you don't want it to be. I would like you to refer back to this piece of paper in the future. So I would like you to set an alarm. You're probably listening to this podcast on a phone or a computer. And you've probably got a calendar or reminders app on that very device. I would like you to set an alarm for three months time, three months from this day, to remind you to look at this piece of paper again. To read through and to think about what you've done in that time period to get you away from the worst review and towards the ideal one. So right now, press the pause button, go off and set your alarm for three months to the day, right now. Okay, have you done it? So, I now want you to set a second alarm for six months' time, and one more for one year's time. The more you think about where you want to get to with your practice, the easier it will be to get there the easier it will be for you to look back and say, oh yeah, I'm on the right track, or hmm, maybe I need to change a couple of things. And so, you have this strange piece of paper in front of you. It's something that potentially can make you feel great, or something that potentially can make you feel terrible. You probably don't want anybody else to see it. You can hide this piece of paper away somewhere that nobody will find, You can put it in the back pages of the most boring book you own so nobody comes across it. You can fold it up and put it at the bottom of those shoes you never wear. You can hide it however you like. Or you can pin it to your wall. Stick it in front of your desk or wherever you do your work. Take a photo on your phone. Wherever you want to keep it, keep it. But just make sure you can refer back to it later. But also know this. Someday, The things that you wrote in your worst review today will become irrelevant to you. They'll seem silly. You'll have moved on. You might find this little bit of paper in 10 years' time and laugh at the worries you had right now. But someday, parts of your best review will come true as well. You're the one who has to work towards getting there. One day, somebody else will find you and put you on their list of great and inspiring work. It's your job to make your work, to turn your practice into the thing that helps them find it, that helps them put the meaning in your work that you've put into other people's. Alright, I will be back soon with more. In the meantime, please be kind to yourself and those who you care about.